everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host, as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, as always, everybody, on this happy Wednesday, hump day edition, everybody. And joining me here tonight is Miss Rachel Blakely. Rachel, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming back tonight. How's your Absolutely. Wednesday been? So it's a it's a good Wednesday. It's, I'm glad to be halfway over the week. Got to finish the last half. I'll be back Friday. It'll be a good time. Yeah, you know we'll be we'll be drinking on Friday probably. You know that spoilers. Goes. I'll be back Friday. Uh, spoilers <laughs> and and Kiyoki's joining us on Friday too as well. So Kiyoki will be back. Kakela, I probably said it wrong now. Kau Kaula. See, yeah. I'm gonna butcher all the time. <laughs> also joining us back here at Cruise Control for the fourth time, fourth right. Mr. Fourth Sean time. Sutherland. Hey, yeah, everybody. So good to be here. Uh, can't believe it. Uh, yes, yes. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How's your day been, Sean? How you been? How's your week been? It's been going great. Uh, you know, Wednesday is new comic book day. So, you know, get the new comics, get on cruise control. I mean, what else What else do I need with my Wednesday? So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good day. <laughs> Middle of the week. People can complain about it, but it's a great day. You know, we're Fantastic. moving in and encroaching on that weekend, but we're halfway through the week. It's fun. And also, there's a lot of news coming out because of uh, CinemaCon that's been happening this week. So there's a lot of stuff happening. Hey, GR in the chat. There's a lot of stuff going on. So as always, we got to get right into it, everybody, because <laughs> now it's time for some breaking news. <laughs> All right, everybody, the very first thing, I love starting with something funny, but the very first thing I'm going to talk about is Tiny Toons. You're like, Tiny Toons? When I was a kid, I used to love this show, but Tiny Toons is being rebooted for Comedy Central, the Cartoon Network, I should say, actually. Cartoon Network coming this fall, Acme University. It's called Tiny Toons University, and of course, they're training with the help of the actual Looney Tunes to find their way. The series follows Babs, Buster, and the rest of the crew as they, you know, Go through hijinks learning. So yeah, Tiny Toons is coming. The original show went from 1990 to 1992. And this reboot is going to be something that hopefully will bring a new generation to the Looney Tunes. I used to love that NES game. I'll date myself for a little bit. That NES <laughs> game was fucking fantastic. That's all I can say. It was so much fun. And they used to get carrots and stuff. I used to love that so much. <laughs> Have you ever played that game before? Am I by myself here or what? I, I, I haven't played it. No, nope. so sorry. Yep. I was a second Genesis <laughs> kid, so yeah, I don't know. Yep, I'm by myself on here. But Looney Tunes, of course, 90s. So I mean, if you're that generation, you're probably like, oh, cool. And the animation style looks very similar to the trailers out right now. You can watch it, and it looks like fun. Of course, it's just like you know, it's the kids now. The kids are being trained by the adults, and I, they're uh, all going to be there at university. Didn't didn't play the NES game, but I watched the hell out of the show. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, I mean, Spielberg's involved at all, it'll be good because he ran the original and uh, they had so many jokes and like film references that were very much not even for just adults for like heavy film people. So I hope <laughs> they bring that aspect back. I want them to bring back the really confusing <laughs> jokes and content. They yeah, should. I, I mean, they should have with it. I loved it. Think, I, I loved the trailer. I was expecting I wanted them to do it like a you know, like it's just a generic kind of community college, you know, kind of commercial, like here you can learn, you know, what, what was it? Uh, how to handle explosives or something like that. And <laughs> painting on 
walls or whatever so you could run through them. Um, I love it. I, I'm glad that, uh, you know, again, it's just good IPs out there for the taking and out there for new riffs and a new generation. And why the hell not Tiny Toons? So, yeah, I'm excited to see them get going. Plucky Duck. Uh, you know, Plucky Duck, big, everybody. Big Plucky, Plucky Duck fan. <laughs> So, you know, no relation, there might be a little something, something happening there, though, behind the scenes. <laughs> there might be. I'm just saying. But if you know, if you haven't played the NES game, get yourself an NES somewhere. If it's at a GameStop or something. <laughs> it's a little bit of an interesting question because Looney Tunes has always had a lot of uh, drag elements. Are they going to allow this to air in states like Tennessee and Florida that are outbanning gender performance? Oh. I you know I bet it'll still I bet it'll still happen I think it'll start so. and then maybe it'll be banned later on if they if they have a problem with it but I bet they'll put it out there just like normal I would I would hope so you know and also like a network like this I don't think they're everywhere you know so that's another thing too so it depends on what what networks actually carry them Spectrum or Time Warner which really doesn't exist anymore so it just depends on on that and the cable networks and then of course streaming the way that works you get it anywhere you know right. like. Screw your state if they have problems with that. They can go, they can go fuck oh, themselves, you know? Well, I'm going to watch my Looney Tunes. It's, it's an interesting you know, question coming into the modern age. Like how, how they want to regulate the hell out of everyone's life choices. But I, I, I think the premise is really cool, too, just because the fact that they're they're, they're obviously grown up. The last time we saw these characters, they were in like an elementary or middle school or maybe even a high school setting in that time. And they were studying to, to be the replacements of the big Looney Tunes. So this just feels like a natural extension for where the show left off. And I think that it'll be some some good kind of, uh, you know, topical humor per usual. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, after three seasons, maybe they'll do three more here now. We'll never know, but it's going to be fun to see these characters come back. And if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. It's fun. It's just a fun show and, and play the NES game, just saying. Something else that's coming back, though, is The Reluctant Traveler on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, this is one of those things, too. I, I saw it, and I'm like, Eugene Levy is awesome, by the way, everybody. I just love him. I, he's so great. Who doesn't? Come I mean, on. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, who, who hates this guy? Nobody can. <laughs> Come on. And if you watch the show, I've watched a few episodes. It's fun because it's like they put him in situations where he would never go. And he's always very awkward. And he's like, why the hell am I here? With, like, sumo wrestlers in the middle of the Arctic. I mean, he's been, like, in the first season, he went to Costa Rica. He went to Japan, South Africa. And the next season, they're saying they're going to go to Europe and travel around there because he hates traveling, apparently. So why not throw him in these elements and see how he reacts? But he said, after experiencing season one, I've come to realize that's true what they say about travel broadening the mind. And I guess my mind could still take some more broadening. So he is going <laughs> out there with some trepidation, as he says, and he's going to get a season two moving forward. And I'm pretty excited about this because it is a lot of fun. I haven't watched the whole first season, but if you like Eugene Levy and you have fun watching him being awkward, this is perfect for you. That's all I can say. Have either of you yeah. seen this? Sean, have you seen this before? Do you watch it? I have, yeah. A, a, a big, I mean, any kind of fish out of water story like this is going to do well. Um, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant uh, did this to Carl Pilkington, and that was hilarious. Um, so why the hell not do it to Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy, again, a, a pretty pretty hard guy to hate, I think. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's something for everybody on it. Um, just a really 
good, interesting travel show. And, uh, you know, especially it was those kinds of shows during COVID where we couldn't go anywhere that you wanted a travel show. You wanted someone like Eugene Levy to kind of pick you up and be like, hey, we're going to go, you know, play do sumo now. And, and I'm not getting in the ring, but, you know, I'll have some fun. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I'm excited for more. I, I think it'll be a, a really good, uh, you know, a good more more fish out of water stuff. So, yeah, bring it yeah. up. Which is fun, Rachel. Have you seen it yet? Have you watched this at all? Or I don't. You don't have Apple uh, TV Plus, do you? As soon as I get Apple TV, <laughs> I'll check it out. Um, I need but to get on that. Eugene Lugg is great, though. Advertising for Apple TV, apparently. Uh, sponsors <laughs> control Apple. Um, Apple TV Plus, everybody, get your Apple on. <laughs> That's the new tagline. Um, yeah. Levy, so I will absolutely watch it. I think if anyone doesn't like Eugene Levy, their sense of humor is broken. So. Yeah, I know he's so great. He's been around for so long i mean honestly even growing up like you know from the 80s to 90s to see him with you know being st in the stifler reign and the american mm -hmm. pie reign and all that he was great in that but even back you know way back at where he first started in the 80s like he's always been fantastic so and i just love him he's such a character so this is like perfect to throw him in this environment and have him like just be himself in the real world and see how he reacts to everything. And it's, it's fun. They, they definitely play with him a lot in this show and they definitely fuck with him a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think it's great they're doing that. So if you enjoy him, check it out. You're gonna love this show on Apple TV Plus. And the second season is coming, everybody. And something else that's coming as we before is the live action Lilo and Stitch project. That's right. The feature film is moving forward live action. And we've talked about this before, but also on top of this, they're finally getting some more casting stuff. The first time we talked about it, I talked about how Zach Galifianakis was attached to this. Well, now they've announced who he's actually playing. So Zach will be playing the Stitch's uh, scientist creator, Jumba. And also they're saying that the original Stitch voice, Chris Sanders, is in negotiations to reprise his role final negotiations so it sounds like he's going to come back you can't i mean if he's it's stitch like he's gonna be a cg character probably anyway so why wouldn't it be him right come on also the original lilo and stitch director is coming in for this amy hill is a part of this uh she's coming back with a new character called tutu which i don't really know you know and then also uh uh tia tia kari is coming back and she's got a new character too called uh mrs kikoa and uh originally released in 20 uh 2002 it's fine let's say 20 2002, I think it's still appropriate to say it for back then. It made $270 million, earned an Oscar nod and everything, and it's going to be something that if you loved it as a kid or if you loved it back in 2002, I bet you'll love the live-action version as well. So, yeah, this is happening. Maybe this is happening. I think if you loved it, you're going to hate the live-action, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Come on, Rachel. <laughs> Are you excited about this at all? No, I think I think <laughs> this is going to be another time where Disney is trying to stop something. So they intentionally bomb whatever they want to stop doing. Um, like, I think it was Treasure Planet that they wanted to stop doing a mix of traditional and CG animation. So they let Treasure Planet bomb as a financial excuse to stop doing the mix and transition completely over to CGI. And that I think sucks. they're tired of doing these live action movies. Have you seen what they're doing to Stitch? My God, that thing is ugly. It's an abomination. <laughs> we need to bully them like we bullied them for Sonic to fix that fucking thing. <laughs> fix uh, Stitch, come on. The casting choices have been really confusing, I think, overall. Um, the person that they chose for Nani to appropriate at all to play her. Uh, the stitch is an abomination. It's they've 
Agent Bubbles is not there anymore. They like wrote him entirely out and wrote in a different person. So like a lot of the elements that people really loved about the original are just not there. Um, and I just I think it's going to be just tragic that they this they've is chosen that keeps happening. Stitch to be the sacrificial lamb so they can stop <laughs> making these fucking things. <laughs> uh, well, Disney, it's all right, guys. You don't not... have to kill any properties. You can just stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, Sean, what do you think about this? <laughs> there's nothing new coming out of Disney. They're just gonna do live action of everything at this point. And I, I you know, I'm a big Zach Galifianakis, Val, Galifianakis fan, so I love when he gets to work. Uh, so I don't have an issue with that. But uh, aside from this, do we really need to live in a world with a live action Lilo and Stitch? Probably not. I mean, uh, you know. I, I, what else is Disney doing right now? Uh, fighting Ron DeSantis. Like Galifianakis. I don't think he's a good <laughs> fighting Ron DeSantis. Or, and and it's ugh, the whole thing is just a mess. It feels I know. It, it feels intentional how badly they're doing. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is, too, it's like they're just like looking at their old IP and they're like, what can we do? What can we make now? And they're just like digging into that and they're just trying to like bank off stuff. That's hence why the Little Mermaid's coming out now. And next month we have uh, Snow White coming out. Or... That looks incredibly well done. Yeah. It does. It does. Like, yeah, but that hopefully. looks like they put a lot of love into this. I don't know what they're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean honestly there's this is very early maybe it'll be great maybe they'll rework stitch like i know that's a complaint for you maybe they'll rework them and make him more like the original make him look good maybe there will be that sonic factor where they're like he does not exactly like the original he just doesn't need to look like a an avatar glob love child like <laughs> <laughs> a glob love child gr said his grandkids like that <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I'm just like, it makes sense this is happening. I hope that Zach Galifianakis will be great in this, too. Hopefully, he's not a small part. Hopefully, he has a, a substantial part. And hopefully, it's good. I mean, I hope it is. Like, I know a lot of people love this. So, hopefully, it turns out to be something that people will continue to want more of because they love making Lilo and Stitch. They just love making that shit. I mean, there's so many projects. Like, I mean, spinoffs. And, and, and there's a new – you know what I mean? Like, how many different spinoff series with this yeah. thing? I mean, whatever. It, it had a I mean, couple cartoons, didn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A couple it, cartoons, that, that, sequels. The whole Lilo and Stitch thing kind of – passed me by i just fell into that range where it was just like you're too old to care about this and it'd be weird if you showed up in a theater and also like <laughs> I, I don't have access to a disney channel anymore so i don't think i'm gonna spend the time to, to find it but go on if, you, if that's what you like i know that a lot of people love it and uh you know hey just don't yuck my yum you know go for it yeah if you like don't it. do it yeah. <laughs> i know so this is coming though all right so you're happy you're not happy I, I mean, Disney's not going to stop. Can't stop, won't stop. But something that is stopping is Truth Be Told on Apple TV. So Truth Be Told, Octavia Spencer has been having this for three seasons. She starred executive producer on it. It's an anthology series. Well, apparently, they're not coming back for a fourth season. This is a cancellation. There's not a lot of cancellations at Apple. There really haven't been. A Mr. Corman was one after one season. Dear Edward, uh, Shantaram, a little voice. But overall, it's, it takes a lot to cancel. Usually they end on their own terms, but you know, this is ending. And, and you know, and, and, and Octavia made a little comment about this. She said, I want to share the news that after three seasons of Seeking Truth and Justice, Poppy Scorville is going on a much-needed vacation vacation i mean she's going away she's retiring if you ask me and i still i watch this show 
And they changed her name because she got her biological name back, but she was Poppy Parnell before. And I still want to call her Poppy Parnell. It sounds so much better. It just sounds so much better, especially <laughs> she's like supposed to be like an on-air persona. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to be an on-air persona that like people like listen to, like Poppy Parnell. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, it just sounds, it sounds, it rolls better off the tongue. Poppy Scoville watched, sounds like someone that is doing like a, a hot ones riff like a or hot something. Pepper like thing, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I watched the first two seasons. I started watching the third. I didn't get that far. I mean, I'll probably go back and watch it. They're, they're good. They're, they're fun. I mean, Aaron Paul was in the first season. He did a great job, too. And if you've watched it, you know, like, it, overall, they are good, but I mean, they're not, they're not groundbreaking, if you ask me. So, it went three seasons. That's great for a show like this. Great for her. I mean, she's very talented. That speaks wonders for I her. Like mean, she it, shines on this show. Absolutely. From the way they announced it, it sounds like they might be opening to open to bringing it back if there's a fan demand for it by saying she's going on vacation. Yeah. They're kind of leaving that be. door open that if there's what? enough fan kickback, they can have the option to bring it back. Or is this like a situation where Yahoo is going to come in and pick it up again? Or, oh my you know, God. Like they're going to community, to right? <laughs> Sorry. I love Community, <laughs> but yeah. Yahoo needs to not blame Community for tanking their shitty streaming service. They just had no chance. That's just what no. it was. Like Quibi. They're like Quibi. They yeah. had as much chance as Quibi. Right. You yeah, know? maybe maybe Quibi will save it. Who knows? Yeah, Quibi we'll just was do such so. an interesting concept. It's like I don't understand how they biffed it so bad. I, I mean, <laughs> I think they banked on people like people watch stuff on their phone, but they banked on people wanting to right. watch things vertical too. And they banked on, oh, it'll make it short form, yeah, but it wasn't really short enough. Things up <laughs> yeah, that all, that also happened. But I mean, like for short form, people want stuff under a minute a lot of times. You know, they don't right. want like ten minute episodes for something. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? What do you think we about this? Do, what do you think we about? We could do a whole Quibi episode. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I think that that that's that that horse has been beaten to death so many damn times at this point. Um, but no, I you know I I didn't watch this. I'm a, a big fan of uh, Octavia Spencer, friend of the show, from what I hear. Friend of the show. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. It, again, to be able to end it on your end it on your terms is preferred, but. At least you got out in front of it. I think the vacation could be like uh, maybe I'm moving somewhere else or going to another streaming service. Maybe there's there's hopes or plan there. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, I, I'm I'm sure Octavia Spencer is not hurting for work at this point. No, uh, let's, let's she'll try be and fine. Get her something new. Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. And speaking of ending it on your own terms, I want to talk about Indiana Jones. So Harrison Ford is ending this on his own terms, he's saying. He wants this very last one to kind of like be it and be his grand finale for Indiana Jones. Well, the trailer, newest trailer came out like a week ago, but now they're talking about the de-aging stuff, which we knew he was de-aged in this. Now they're saying that the first 25 minutes of this, you're going to have young Harrison Ford. The whole oh, yeah. opening sequence, 25, 25 minutes. And that, it's, it's, it's something kind of interesting to think about. And it's going to set between the Last Crusade and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So it'll be between those two times. And you've seen pictures online with him, DH. That actually doesn't look, doesn't look too bad to me. But they're going to do this. You know, it's still going to be before the end of World War II. Indy's still going after the Nazis. You know, he's still going to prove that he's like that kind of action star. And also, I found some more plot details about this. Well, apparently, it's going to be about about NASA a little bit, about the space race. So Indy is going to actually think that the, some of these Nazi scientists that have come over to the United States are actually trying to endanger the country. And now his grand or his goddaughter, his goddaughter, Helena, Helena Shaw, comes in and causes problems. And now this whole plot goes crazy after this. But the whole idea is that the first 25 minutes are like leading up to this. 
for like the characters that come into this so it shows his history and then bam now we're there and indy's old and he's got to come out of retirement just like junior just like sean connery back in the day in the last crusade coming out june 30th not that far away that was a great sean connery what are you talking about <laughs> come on junior hold on no, no no rachel rachel you give us a sean no connery. i can't i'm not gonna come on rachel yeah come on. come on rachel but there's also a TV show happening about Indiana Jones, too. And Harrison oh. Ford said, I will not be doing that. This is my last ride. This is it. I'm hanging up the hat. He's and th- this is it. This 80s. is my send-off. He's, like, deep into his 80s at this point. Like, hmm? Yeah. I, 82 years I'm old. I'm today at some point. You have to. I, 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 think, I think this was, uh, you know, it, it's coming at a time where we don't have a lot of adventure franchises at the moment. You know, Uncharted didn't really take off the way that they wanted to with Tom Holland and uh, uh, Marky Mark, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, you know, like (laughs) I'm not too worried about the de-aged Harrison Ford. I think it is probably the longest continuous period of time in a movie or in in anything that I've seen that we're going to see a de-aged person. So it's probably going to be a little uncanny valley there for a little bit. But technology has progressed. We've gotten better at it. We know what to kind of avoid in terms of you know, removing too many wrinkles and just making it look like they just spent way too long in a tanning booth, uh, like uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, but no, like, I, you know, again, we've talked about this, Brian. He's a fantastic actor. He's so wonderful good. on Shrinking, if you haven't watched Shrinking. I'm all for this. Let Indy do his own thing. I would love to see him going up against, like, current Nazis instead of going back <laughs> I know, right? Like, the Nazis are still happening. You know, he's, he's <laughs> punching Richard Spencer or whatever the hell that guy's name is, and uh, you know, <laughs> just dealing with all right. I, I don't know. Uh, that, that'd be the indie I'd want to with see. With his whip. <laughs> yeah, you kind of can't bring him into this generation because he'd be like, what? He was like thirty-five in Last Crusade, so that was he'd be in his. I know. Indiana Jones would be in his hundreds. That's why this is still kind of a period piece because it yeah, kind of has to be. You know said it, like, how they said it before. Or yeah, like the latest. Uh, I love Indiana well, they, Jones as a franchise. Indiana Jones is one of my favorite franchises. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about Crystal Skull, but I hope this is better. I'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic. We don't talk about Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, I think that the CGI technology they're using to de-age him will look like absolute shit in ten years. But for now, I think it'll be a good movie, and I, I, I hope it'll be a good movie, <laughs> and we'll just kind of <laughs> see too. what they do with it. I know, and the thing is, they're saying that they use this same technology in uh in Star Wars. It was like, what was the uh, what was the what the one the uh, uh, Rebel? Uh, I'm going uh, blank on the name of it. Christopher. But they used it before, and the, oh, the fact Grant- is. They did it on Grand Moff Tarkin. They did it. On, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was it was a Grand Moff Tarkin. That's Leia what it was. As well, they did. Yeah, all, yeah they The did Grand Moff Tarkin was like the longest one before Christopher this. Lee. They were saying. Yeah, they did it on yeah. Christopher yeah. Lee. Yeah. yeah. But well, it they started, reanimated like that, him because he was dead. Reanimated. He was dead. <laughs> but this is actually Harrison Ford. The thing about this though, they're saying it's different. It's actually Harrison Ford. They have so many different stills of him. Took him with so many pictures. They can graph it onto his face that they're saying it's going to be the best you're going to see. And well, some of the a lot pictures that actually footage for them to use of him too. Yes. Like. He never really stopped acting for too long, so there's there's a lot of footage for them to use and to recreate it. But I still just I it's it's gonna look like shit in ten years. It's gonna look good now. We're gonna all go, oh my <laughs> god, that looks so good. But in ten years, we're gonna go. <laughs> but even like this picture I have it right now it looks really good. Like the fact is, they're That's not so really 
They're, they're not. I mean, it looks it looks a lot better than I thought it was going to look. Like, I mean, honestly, they're not going crazy. They're still letting some wrinkles be there. They're not pulling everything out. And Harrison Ford, like he, like we're saying, he's 82 years old. Yeah. If you've watched Shrinking, you know he's he's a lot agile than he used to be. You know, that's 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 a whole thing. So I I see him. And I'm like, uh, how do you make him look like it like how he used to look? You know, it looks a little but bit to, like a video game still. Yeah, a little bit. It looks a, a little, little bit. bit like a, a cutscene. And they haven't shown a lot of him. You know, they haven't shown a lot, really. They're showing a few stills. Like, it's not Yeah. I hope so, too. I really hope so. I hope it's good. I just hope it's good because the last, like, we talked about the Crystal Skull one. The Crystal Skull one just, like, was like, ah. And and the idea of aliens, I get it. I get it, you know. But the thing is, there's too many cooks in that kitchen. You know, George Lucas was throwing shit in that there, like, change things to flying monkeys, you know, like, stuff like that with Shia LaBeouf swinging. Shia LaBeouf's character in general in that, all he has to say is again, no, 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 no. And he's not back for this, you know? That's, it's, it's a reason, reason, you know, because Is it, it just, confirmed it just he's not work. coming back? Yeah, as far as I've been told, I've heard he's not there. He's not there. I mean... I think timeline-wise, if they're setting it... It doesn't make sense, They yeah, said if they're, the if they're setting movies. it, like, between yeah. the two movies is the arc, is the, yeah. the de-aging, and then they have him up in, like, if they're doing Space Race in the 60s, yeah, well, and he, is like not relevant yet. He yeah. didn't meet his son until you know Crystal Skull, so he wouldn't be there. So yeah, Indiana Jones, everybody, and the trailer I think looks good. I hope it the CG is good. I hope it looks good. I hope Harrison Ford looks great. I mean, twenty five minutes is a big risk, and they've and the thing is too, not to get too much into rumor area and stuff, but I know that I've heard they've changed the ending millions of times, and that kind of frightens me too. Like I know people that you know have talked about like. <laughs> that have worked on there saying that they shot a bunch of different endings. They had a bunch of test screenings and they weren't sure how they're going to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want him to pass the hat. And that's one of the endings that he they had. Pass so the hat. He's like, he's like Indiana Jones yeah, dies with done. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, like, and that's what like, it should be. Indie story should be done. I think. Well, a story that's not done. That's been taking a long time to get to is black mirror. So Black Mirror, after four years, everybody, it's been four years since the previous season. Drives me nuts. This is such a fantastic show. But Netflix tied the showcase in London. They said, hey, everybody, in June is coming. It's coming. We got Josh Hartnett in this. We got Zazie Beetz. We got Aaron Paul. We got Kate Morrow. We got Michael Sarah. We got Selma Hayek. There's a lot more people beyond that. There's just some of the names that are coming out. And they're saying it's the, uh, they're going to reinvent itself with each new episode. And they're not giving a total episode count yet or an exact date. But it's going to be in June. It'll probably be like eight to ten episodes. They're just not going to say it yet. They'll have a huge announcement. The trailer came out for the teaser came out, I should say. And they're saying this season is the most unpredictable, unclassifiable, and unexpected yet. I love this show. I love how different oh, yeah. it is every episode. The fact that they actually change and there's new actors and it's not always continuity, but it touches on technology. It touches on society. It touches on who we are as human beings, even the social media aspect. I think about that Bryce Dallas Howard episode where they're like, their point system goes up and down based on your interactions. So good. Like it tells a lot about but topical I will say t- issues. Did it first. <laughs> oh, Black Mirror has been has been just a tale of high highs and low lows. And like, if they can recapture some of that magic that we got in the early seasons, I am so for it. If they gave me if they give me another season and it's just full of the Miley Cyrus episodes. I, I can't. I can't bad. do it again. It I would say their lows are mid. It was pretty bad. It Head like bad. a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited that this is back. I think that 
the these these shows have constantly pushed the limits as to you know like what's possible and and where technology is leading us to like these these dystopias these just like really interesting kind of character studies and, and i'm excited uh yeah I'm, I'm with you brian uh black mirror all the way let's keep going yeah i love the episode where you take pictures by like blinking too in your eyes yeah. that was really cool i'm no, like i, I wish we had though. that no, yeah. there's so the many things like that was that it sucked no it ruined his <laughs> life are you kidding me it did that's true it's true but it still sounds uh, cool to me i love technology but yeah that's, that is that's scary the thing about about black mirror is it shows you something that seems like it'll be like really cool and fun and then it takes a hard left and it fucking sucks for whoever's involved with it yeah it uh, tells you how bad it could except be except for san Gernapino. san Gernapino was oh. like one of the most heartbreaking episodes of television I've ever watched it, in my life. It was bigger uh, than Black cried, Mirror itself. Yeah. Sobbed. Um, yeah. That was God, such I a good episode. Show. I was yeah. so nervous they weren't going to make more of it. I, I like. I had like finally given up the ghost. Like last week I was talking about Black Mirror. I was like, they're never going to make fucking more Black Mirror. And I know. And they are. And I'm so excited. And I hope it's not more of the interactive thing that they tried. The uh, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch yeah. yeah. That was weird. Um... They tried it. Super weird. It it was something they did. If any show was gonna try it, <laughs> it was gonna be Black Mirror though. Like it was, again. But again, even at their worst, they're mid. I mean, um, is this Brian I, and you might know this, is this the longest we've gone between series of shows like this? Where or seasons I should say? I, like four years is just so damn it's long. It's so long. I think it is the longest because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. I was kind of doing a deep dive too. Because right. at this point, normally the show would be canceled. Like right. four years. I after, thought it I mean, was done. The thing, is, yeah. right. the thing is about this show, the one thing that's great about this show is you don't have actors on contracts the whole time. Right. You know? It's an anthology and so, sort of situation. Yeah. So you can just yeah, pick and, it back up 10 years later if you wanted to. It yeah, you can. And it's fine. I mean, maybe Tales of the Crypt did it. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean, something random like that. But for an actual like popular show like this to go out of the public limelight this long, and of course we had a pandemic, and they tried the interactive thing like we said too, and yeah. that was uh, it wasn't really. It was kind of a failure for them, if you ask me. I tried it doing something. it. It was something, and I was like, guys, like this is just just give me what what you do best, you know? Right. Give me the stories, give me the originality, give me the technology stuff, freak me the fuck out, and make me want more. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's what they did. And it was just so inventive. This and it just the Christmas just, special. The uh, Christmas special was oh, so the Christmas good. Special. <laughs> oh, so damn. I, this is one of my favorite shows. I could talk about Black Mirror all day. <laughs> I love this show. Um, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it now so just to get excited for this. <laughs> June is not that far away, but I think that's plenty no, of to do a rewatch. I'm, I'm yeah. surprised they just dropped it on us. That They didn't give us any like production updates or anything as they were making it. Just, you know, bam, yeah. you're getting it. Netflix is I'm excited about the Aaron that, Paul one. Too. Yeah, the Aaron Paul yeah. one looked yeah. good. I mean, they With all the look good. The space stuff, I love that. They yeah, yeah. all looks good, yeah. And it's just like, you, you always see it and you're like, what is what is happening here? <laughs> you know, I'm always like, what? But that's the cool thing about this show. It's like they give you great stories that are contained mm -hmm. and they just tell a good character arc. That's all it is. And there's always some kind of like fear and technology usually blend in there somehow. And I hear Bryce Dallas Howard's going to come back to do some directing probably for this. So that's that was something that came out too. So I think she directed an episode. But I mean, I thought I wonder, she was great in her episode. I wonder yeah. if they'll include anything because um, remember they had the episode where they went to basically like the museum and it had a whole bunch of the technologies from various yes. different episodes. I wonder if there's some stuff we saw in the background there that would like maybe hint at what we're going to see in this next season. I mean, if any show was going to do it, I could see them doing that. I could. 
or then pulling from it later. Like they have ideas, right. maybe for concepts for shows and stuff, and then they pull from it later. I have a friend that's like really, really into this too. His name's Spencer, friend of the show. If he's watching, he watches every once <laughs> in a while. Actual friend of the show. But actual friend of the show. Well, yeah. Hey, but, everyone's uh, friend. Come on. Every friend of the show is a friend of the show. Like, if they came on the show, they'd be welcome with open arms and a beer in their oh, hand. Absolutely. We'd we give them a thumbs up, a high five. <laughs> and we'd all do the C at the end together. I'm saying friend of the show, you know. So, you know, actual friend of the show, everybody's a friend of the show. We say he's a friend of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. But sorry. I didn't Spencer mean to loves this. But he's been, he's been writing. He's been writing, like, trying to get episodes. I wanted to call him. I need to call him after this. But, like, dude. Did you just any episodes in, man? He's a writer. So I don't know, but I'm excited about this. I feel like a lot of people probably will be dropped out of nowhere. And the trailer yeah. looked great, of course. And if, all the art looks great for it. The, the cinematography is amazing. It always is on this. And I'm just interested to see what they're going to do and how they're going to freak me the fuck out this season because I know they're going to somehow. They always do. They always do. And somebody else that will probably freak people out right now because <laughs> I heard about this trailer, everybody. And uh, I knew this was coming, but Craven the Hunter might freak people out because they're going to hard rated R for this new project with Aaron Taylor Johnson taking up the titular role of Craven the Hunter. Now, the thing is about Craven, uh, you know, if you've seen any stills of him, he's always been campy, if you ask me. He has that big furry coat and stuff. Now, he's done some brutal shit in the comic books, don't get me wrong. But I'm like, when I heard about this, and I know how Sony's pretty much messed up everything they do with that's in the Spider-Man universe. There's some good there, but there's a lot of bad, a lot of Morbius bad. And I saw this and I heard about the trailer breakdown. Of course, it hasn't released online, but I, again, at, at, you know, at the event this past week, they were putting it out there. And at CinemaCon, they said, okay, there's some big news about the trailer. Now, apparently that starts with this huge sequence where there's all these poachers going in and he brings a machete out and just starts slaughtering them. They said there's lots of blood flying everywhere. There's a sequence where he bites someone's nose off and spits it at the camera, which I was like, okay. That's so craven. So craven, right? (laughs) That's so craven. I wish I had a button for that. That's so craven. He pops up. That that sounds like a good thing later on. That really does. (laughs) On top of that, though, too, uh, Russell Crowsness playing his father. They're going to show like flashbacks of him as a kid. They're going to show him grown up and his dad apparently is going to be doing voice they did voiceover in the trailer apparently being like this is who you're meant to be you're a predator i'm a predator we're predators together and um and there's rumors that he might be involved with the villain but the villain's going to be rhino apparently and they're actually going to do rhino right unlike the way they did rhino in the amazing spider-man where paul giamatti's in a metal suit they're going to have rhino be injected with the serum and then he's going to become a rhino type character and be bloodlusted and probably killing motherfuckers everywhere. And, you know, that's that's what it sounds like in the vein of what this is and what they're doing with this. I heard this and I'm like, okay, Sony. Okay. You know, they're doing Deadpool now over at Marvel doing hard rated R. Is this your, is this your take? You're going to make a hard rated R over here. Does this work? I mean, cause your PG 13 stuff hasn't done that well. Sean, you're a fan. What do you think about this? Do you think that Craven the Hunter can work as a rated R movie? Or do you think that Sony's got another failure on their hands? I, as long as they've learned a lesson from Morbius, they'll be fine. Um, I, I, I definitely feel like there's enough in the background and mythos of the character to really put together uh, a, just a, a really good um, story and a, a good arc for him. Yes, he's this, you know, this this tormented guy of, you know, he's the supposed to be the apex predator kind of hunter. He's supposed to be, you know, someone that has hunted every dangerous animal out there that exists and then, you know, gets his sights on Spider-Man and sees him as the next biggest threat. Um, I'm excited for it. I don't 
can't think of a time that I've seen Craven bite a guy's nose off in a comic book. Uh, <laughs> usually it's a bunch of spears being thrown or he's poisoning somebody and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I had no idea that this was coming. Um, I, I, mi- I missed that in the tea leaves. Um, hopefully that the, this isn't going to take away from Bad Bunny's movie coming up, uh, uh, Diablo or El Diablo or however. Um, but yeah. no, I'm, I'm, you know, I think this will be great. Craven's a good character and uh, good mythos within the Spider-Man world. So good luck, Sony. Don't fuck it up. Which he also speared somebody in the trailer, apparently, too. Apparently, okay. there was a, a, a short little sequence where he's sitting in an office chair, and then, like, some guy walks in and he just spears him. So I'm like, sure. all right, <laughs> just for fans, probably. You know, there's that one moment for fans. I, I don't know. Rachel, do you know anything about Craven? Do you think this sounds good as a business plan for Sony to make a rated R movie in this way, having people bite people's nose off and shit, you know? I think the reason Deadpool succeeded as a rated R was because it's Deadpool. It's a very familiar character. It's People were going to see that movie regardless. There's a huge built-in fan base. I think it's incredibly risky to take a lesser-known character. Unless you're like a huge nerd, you don't know who this guy is. So, <laughs> and, and I love, I love nerds. True. I am also a nerd. I'm just not this flavor of nerd. Um, <laughs> this so flavor of nerd, I like that. <laughs> it, yeah. It's difficult to market this as a rated R film when it's a lesser known character. I think they're really going to struggle. And I think financially, ultimately, it may not pay off. Yeah, I worry about it. And like, Is it necessary you know, they did... to make it rated R? Why couldn't well, they make it PG-13? Well, I think yeah. they probably didn't go R with Morbius, and so they're like, let's go R with this. And Morbius had this really, you know, bad <laughs> taste in people's mouths. It's Morbin time, you know? <laughs> you know, it was a really bad taste in people's mouths. And so maybe it's something to do with that. They're also been apparently trying to build their, like, superhero faction, you know? They've been trying to do the Sinister Six in a way, and so maybe he's supposed to match into that somehow. Is this supposed I to mean, be in Tom Holland's Spider-Man? universe no it's supposed to be like in the sony verse world like so apparently villains yeah yeah who has like no spider-man all that. yeah yeah venom there's no spider-man there that we know of it might be andrew garfield maybe maybe be somebody no, new. andrew garfield yeah. in a spider-man that will get people in seats yeah i think it would too especially after no way home people really and, i mean and he garfield freaking was so was in it yeah, he's he's great, and he and he needs redemption. So maybe if they, maybe they make the all these shitty villain hero villain movies, then throw them all together, and they put Andrew in there, it'd be like the you know, it'd be the good thing for the to toast. You put some butter on that toast. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that that'd be the good. Maybe the jelly that ah, I'm gonna stop. So anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Andrew Garfield will be the Spider Man, but like I see this, and I just don't think it's gonna work. I think they're just trying to go the opposite direction. They already brought Michael Keaton into this universe somehow as Vulture, which makes no sense. It's no like he just magically sense. there. Yeah. And so his Vulture's in there out of nowhere because, I don't know, they had a post credit scene that was supposed to make sense, but everyone was like, this is the worst shit in the world. Anyways, it's Morbin time, apparently, so we'll see what happens with this. That's so I, craven. I, it's Morbin time. That's so craven. And yep, then whatever the hell El Diablo's uh, tagline is. I don't even know El Diablo's a character. Get that Diablo sauce. <laughs> yes. Once I start making some buttons for this chat here, you know what I mean? We're going to have a lot of good catchphrases for this. I'm going to tell you that. What do we Can't think wait. about Aaron Taylor Johnson playing this part, though? Sean, do you think this is a good part for him? What do you think? I think it's great. I mean, the dude's a solid actor. I really, really enjoyed him in Bullet Train. Um, oh, he was great in Bullet Train. He was fantastic in it. 
again, Bad Bunny was also in Bullet Train, so we're, you know, I got Bad Bunny on the brain. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm excited for him. You know, the dude got the short short stick in his Marvel, you know, uh, venture when he when he did Quicksilver. Yeah. The dude was he was kick ass. I mean, he played a great kick ass. Um, he did. So give give him all the roles, and uh, you know, let's let's see what he does with some some more adult characters. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think he's really coming into his own the farther his career has developed. So this could be something great to take him even further. But yeah, you're right, Bullet Train. He was so good in that. He really was. I was shocked by that. I was telling Sabrina, I'm like, she's like, that's not kick-ass. I'm like, that's kick-ass. It really is. It really is. It's him. You would never know. What do you you think about Rachel, what do you think? Think he's good in this part? This this matches the the pictures you've seen? You think he could do this? Sure. <laughs> um, I'm not familiar with the actor's later career or the character, but if you guys are comfortable <laughs> with it, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to trust your expert opinion. Thank you. Oh, man, very, very smart move. Yeah, thank you. Very thank smart you. Move. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to be Craven. Apparently, that's going hard R, everybody. You're going to see him biting noses off and spearing people and Murdering people with machetes, apparently. So that's going down, and he's going to fight Rhino, and we'll see what happens with this. I, I don't know. I'm waiting to see the trailer for myself, but I'm I'm like this. I really i am very, like, man, when it comes to Sony and all this universe. So, But, you know, that's that's a thing. Like, they've been kind of, like, having problems, and DC's been having a lot of problems. And that leads me to, everybody, my featured story of the night. Let's do this. <laughs> Right, with that, I want to talk about DC a little bit. Of course, again, in CinemaCon, there's been so much stuff coming out. Well, the big thing that came out, well, there's two big things that I saw. I'm going to go quickly into the, the one thing and get into The Flash. But the first thing I want to talk about is Aquaman because they released a teaser there. It didn't come out. They didn't show it anywhere besides there. But apparently, you know, they showed Jason Momoa. Of course, we heard he was having a kid. He has a kid. He's like, how do I run this empire and do this? And it becomes like a buddy buddy comedy with him and his half or stepbrother going out there trying to take down... Black Manta, that, that's apparently what they're going to do with this. So, all right. And apparently Amber Heard is still on this because there are rumors back and forth. They're going to cut her out after the whole Johnny Depp thing. Apparently she's still in it. She has this nice white dress, they say, <laughs> in the trailer. And then, you her know, yeah, Jason Momoa. so ironclad <laughs> for them I, not it, to be it, able it, to get her out of that. It must have been. It must have been because she's still there. She's still there. And they said she popped in a few times in this trailer. It said it's action-packed and it looked great. Patrick Wilson looked great. Jason Momoa looked good. They said everybody looked great across the board. So, I mean, okay, cool. It's It sounds like it's like a comedy back and forth for me. And I'm like, man, it might be fun. But that, apparently the test screenings, it was doing really bad. And so that's why people are like kind of nervous about it. So we'll see. But that came out. But also the big thing that came out was a new Flash trailer. And of course, it's the final one before it comes out. And everyone's been talking about it. And it becomes more of a Batman flick to me now. I'm watching this and I'm like, we're really pushing Keaton here. Because, you know, Ezra Miller, they have all these issues right now going on in the news. We've heard about what they've been going through between the, you know, choking women to, you know, <laughs> breaking the people's houses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? They just don't know what's happening anymore in their lives. So, so the thing is, like, I am just everyone's, – everyone's torn on Ezra, I think, you know? But they're saying that Ezra's performance is fantastic in this. That's the one thing coming out of CinemaCon. How great Ezra did playing all these different versions of the Flash, but also just being the character in general. Because Ezra is very comedic. I, I I actually like Ezra's performance as Flash a lot in the Justice League stuff. 
that makes sense to me. But you have someone so problematic, it's like, what do you do? You push him to the side and you push that Keaton because, of course, Keaton is the man. So we push Keaton forward and it becomes the Keaton show because it's been since 92 since he was wearing that cape and cowl. And so people are going to be geeking out about him in general. So you start with the voiceover with him, oh, my parents, and you relate it back to how you know he can save his parents, but Keaton couldn't save his parents. And that's where it comes on. It becomes nostalgia bait. And I'm all about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it because I love me some Keaton. He's one of my favorite Batman. So when I saw this, I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah, Keaton. And the more I see him, I'm like, fuck yeah, Keaton. Do it. You get it, man. You're freaking kicking ass in your 70s. You get it. So the trailer the trailer looks good to me. Again, it's, it's going great. Everyone's talking about it online, how great it looks and how good it is. Like across the board, Tom Cruise talked about, it. I know, you know, what's, what's his, what's his opinion mean to everybody? Not, not much to some people, but Tom Cruise loves it. Everybody. He's like, show me some more flash. And the critics love it too. Even the people that hate on Marvel movies and DC movies and comic movies are saying it's great. So there it is. What do we think about it though, as a collective here? I'm going to go to Sean first. I know Sean's probably itching at the bit here to talk about it. What do <laughs> you think you about tell? the new flash trailer? Uh, do you, do you, are you, is it, does it excite you more about it? Because we've already talked about all the excited about this because of Keaton. Does it excite you more or does it make you just be like, okay, whatever, you're spoiling too much for me? I feel like uh, it's exactly that. I feel like they've really overplayed the Keaton of it all. Um, I mean, when you give us in the trailer, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Like, like I know. come on, why would, you, why would you spoil such a blatant like screaming everyone you know like yelling at the theater at the tv at the screen like why would you do that in the trailer um there's still a little bit we don't know about the movie which i think is going to be fine but the way that the marketing has just gone with the flash is just it's just been less and less and less and more about Keaton, and more about the fact that there we have two batman in the same movie yeah. we got to see Batfleck do a little bit more this time. Um, Get it, so I'm happy to see that. Still not clear how he, his role is. We don't know where Black Flash is. We know that he exists and that he's going to be in it because they made a damn toy about it. And that toy's already <laughs> out of the shelves. Like, toys. Yeah, Spoiling toys, shit all the time. Toys spo- oh, do they toys really are, do? <laughs> toys and Legos are like the big spoilers for all these, kind of, all these kind of universes. But I mean, I, you know, yes, I'm very excited. I'm still going to go see it. I just have such low expectations and low, like, like, I just know that it's not going to be as flash centric as it should be. And, um, or, you know, I could be getting the wool pulled over my eyes by these trailers. Who knows? You, it might be there might and the thing is like people have been saying that saw it that there's a lot more stuff surprises that you don't even know about that the trailers don't give away and there's a lot of stuff they're not showing and there's a bunch of big curveballs at the end apparently too so maybe they're only showing us like an early couple fights and then the big battles and stuff happen at the end with some crazy stuff who knows i mean they, i would hope that's what it is because again like you're saying the nuts line. I mean, from the 89 Batman, you know? I, I, I picture him, like, slamming shit down in that apartment and screaming, you know? You want to get nuts? Get nuts. And I'm like, it's great for this. Unfortunately, it was spoiled for me for a while ago because I heard about this line being in there when they were shooting. So it was spoiled for a long time for me because I know somebody that was working on it. So, like, I knew it was in there. And I was just like, so when I saw it, I'm like, I know, but most people don't know that, you know, and I saw it, I was like, okay, all right, guys, but it's great. It's fun. It's effective for a trailer. It really is with that pushing on him. It's a very effective. And it's like, you know, the Batwing stuff. I'm surprised they show the Batwing so much too, because him flying through the air, I'm like, how much are you spoiling here? Like, how much are you showing us ahead of time? Which trailers do too much these days? 
Rachel, what do you think about the trailer? What do you think about this whole concept with the Batman coming back, Michael Keaton, and the whole Ezra Miller situation? I think they're taking every minute of Keaton and Batman-based footage they have and making the trailers it. Because they know That's that Ezra Miller is so unpopular that they have to market heavy on Batman for people to get into the seats. Uh DC is dealing with a lot of really unpopular actors with both Aquaman and and The Flash. So they're kind of dealt a hand here that they kind of have to advertise around. Um, and it's so much to it's deal smart. with. It's smart to go away from focusing on Ezra for the trailers. People are going to kind of forget that he's there because they're so excited about seeing Keaton. So they're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to go see, you know, The Flash, which is actually really more Batman. But actually, there's like 10 minutes of Batman in the movie. I hope not. I hope not. I really that's my worry. It's like that. That's the worry is that that because of everything that happened with Ezra, that it's like we have to show Batman to sell this movie. But I mean, hopefully he is in it such a substantial amount. This won't spoil too much of it. I, I mean, it seems like he's integrated into it more than that. It does. It really does in the trailers. It really does they, seem like... They might like, have had to do well, some, some reshoots and really kind of jam more of him the, in there. He's definitely there were in there more than couple months ago. Yeah, he's definitely in there more than Ben, ben Affleck's Batman. Um, I doubt we'll get the two of them doing like a, who, you, who, me, Batman, yeah, you? Like, I don't <laughs> think we're going to get that. It would be lovely, but... You know, like, uh, you know, you give him something to do. But no, this is going to be a Keaton-centric thing that's just going to drive people to the, to the theater to see that. And, uh, you know, the bonus is you get to watch uh, Ezra Miller, you know, run around real quick, even though he runs a little <laughs> weirdly. <laughs> there's, there's definitely some weird running there. And that, that's what I was saying, too. Maybe the kid was trying to emulate the weird running. <laughs> I mean, maybe... I will tell you one thing that I thought was kind of cool, which I, you know, I, I listen to this heavy spoilers and like they do some stuff too. They really dive in. One of the things that, that they caught over at heavy spoilers was there's a lineup where it shows like two Flash and Supergirl together. And the one Flash, his costume looks really weird. Well, apparently if you look at it closely, it looks like it's Keaton's costume and they spray painted it over to make a Flash costume. Even cut the, the ears off too. So they kind of spoil that in there too in that trailer, but it looks really cool. <laughs> Like, it's weird, but it's cool. It's something I can see happening in this, you know, in this world. And the Batman costumes, too, are pretty cool. And they actually show Keaton's costumes yep. because you see the 89 costumes there, the 92 costumes there. I say 89 because you actually see, like, in 89, his, his symbol gets smashed. And you can see it smashed in there, actually. The way the cape falls. This is some nerd shit right here, you know. And then even, like, the, and then the 92, how they changed the logo. And the logo on the 80, 89 one, they had, like, little legs. Well, and then now on the 92 version, it doesn't have the legs. It has the OG yellow kind of symbol they were actually pushing in all the merchandise and all the advertising that's there so you can see the keaton evolution from like where we saw him last till now which is really sweet it's really fun to see and for me it's like okay his of course his costume's going to evolve a little bit of course it's going to change you then batman kicking ass for all these gonna years have joint support so, for the arthritis you have Being to have to that his neck i mean it's going to be a huge huge benefit it goes a long him. way it goes a long way. But I think Ezra, regardless of all the all the shit with Ezra, I think Ezra looks great in this, though, too. And then the director was saying that, that Ezra's performance is, is, is amazing. And, and that's what the, the director kept saying. It's, it's, it's such a good performance. And it's very, like, not talking about any of the drama behind it. And even saying that, you know, they kind of hope for a sequel. And it's like, you know, they're not planning it, they said. But the idea is there that, you know, if it does well enough, they would love to do one. 
And it's like, do you think they can actually do a sequel to this? Even if this movie is fucking fantastic. Rachel, do you think they can do a sequel to this? Or do you think that because of all the drama with Ezra, it's dead in the water after this? I think practicality-wise, it's better to just kind of cut it off because they're trying to do the whole new generation of DC anyway. James Gunn's really pushing for the new generation. So I think you just let it die with the rest of that whole era of DC, have a clean cut, move on. Yeah, I just don't know how you can do more. They don't need to say it's because he sucks or anything like that. They just say, okay, we're taking the DC universe in a different direction. Yeah, this is done. And I heard they cut out a lot of the... Um, they haven't shown these showings at CinemaCon and stuff. They didn't show the post credit scenes or anything like that. I heard they actually took out a bunch that were supposed to be there before. That's probably what some of the reshoots were, actually. And there was, you know, rumors that Henry Cavill was supposed to be in here at one point as Superman, but that was been removed. Uh, they were saying Gal Gadot was supposed to be in here at one point, but that was removed. But, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Sean, what do you think? Do you think this has a future after this, or do you think that because of the Ezra situation, this is it? This is all we get. I think they're they're not going to say it's because of the Ezra situation. It's really because of Papa Gun coming in here and saying, "No, no, I run the ship. This is going to be my whole thing. I've got the vision, Gods and Monsters for Volume One, and then whatever else I've got planned." And and I just don't see, you know, I don't see how it comes back. And and I think that's the whole point too. If if what we're being told um, this Flash movie is based on the comic book series Flashpoint. That's what DC used to reboot the universe the last time, and it just makes sense that we're getting if we're getting the movie version of Flashpoint, this would also reboot the cinematic universe. And you know, let let Keaton have one more ride at it. Ezra gets one more ride at it. That's about it. Uh, I think we're not going to see these characters in the same way uh, moving forward after this. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate for Keaton because after coming back. And that was the thing that was going around the internet, too, was the fact that he came back because before WB was bought by Discovery Plus, he was going to be the new Batman again. So he, that's why the Batgirl, he was Batman and Batgirl, he was Batman in this, and they had other projects. Like there was a Batman Beyond in, in production they were going to do, and he was going to be the Batman in there. So there was a bunch of projects that were going to happen that I would have loved to see him in Batman Beyond. That would have been fucking awesome. But you know what? As much what? as it I'm got, a fan I would have been thrilled to see geriatric Batman's adventures. I think that would have been right? great. I think I think, I think Keaton in a Batman Beyond would be amazing, um, especially just the, the way that that character evolves into more of a mentor role, you know, kind of a, a figure for the new Batman of Terry McGinnis. Um, I think that'd be great. And also, Battinson, uh, Battinson, Batfleck, Bat Keaton. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is just more people to be Batman, I guess, at this point. My, my question for you both before we, we skedaddle out of here. Uh, I want to ask you, do you think, because there is a rumor, and it's been going around for a long time, and we probably, we probably said it on here at one point before, but there's more traction coming with it since the showings. Is there a world where George Clooney pops up in this movie, being Batman again. <laughs> that would be Is great. there a world? <laughs> I think it'd be great. I choose to live in that world. <laughs> <laughs> no, bat, bat Clooney with the bat nipples. Let's go. The bat nips. Come on. Get him in the bat in there. card. Never leave home without it. You know? The bat card. I mean, Chris O'Connell's not doing anything from what I know. He might be in some. Bring him in. Some, yeah, bring them in. Bring them all in, for God's sakes. And, just say, and they're just all just waving at the end of... And you just pan out, 
and then it does like the you know like the the real side by side that'd be great yeah. Maybe they're eating dinner together. Gonna, they're yeah. playing poker, maybe. Like like Picard just ended. They're yeah. all playing poker together. You know, and they're yeah. hanging out. All the bats together for the, one the more flash ride. The breaks you know? the time-space continuum. <laughs> the bat signal goes up, and they all just show up. I mean, James Gunn, is his ears are burning at this. This is fantastic. <laughs> Lots of ideas. Lots of He's ideas. watching the show right now. He's live in the Friend chat. The James Gunn. Friend the show, James Gunn. <laughs> the show, James Gunn. <laughs> But anyways, this came out. I'm still. It makes me excited because Akeen, I really have the same kind of thought. That I hope this isn't it for him. I hope that's not like they're showing too much, and it's like all the stuff that he's doing is in this trailer. Like there's a piece of every scene he's done. I hope that's not true. I hope there's so much more that they're not spoiling because of the whole Ezra situation. It seems like it's the easiest thing for the editor to do. It's like start throwing, you know, back Keaton in there. Just just show him. Just show him. That'll sell the movie. Because we gotta make him money back, and they we have like this him, big right? problem. Just, uh, they, they like him. They like him. They like him. <laughs> look, look, he's here. I promise. We love, we love, we love Michael Keaton, right? We love him, right? We love him. We right back because we love him. I, I hope that's me. not the case. Uh, yeah, I work, it does it work for me. For me. Yeah, I'll be I mean, there. I mean, it's doing great online. People are going nuts about it. So maybe that's the selling point, and then that's it. And he gets I'll one last ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be there before I'm Max. You know, right. oh, Jesus, so dumb. Anyways, everybody, thank you for being here on Cruise Control. We appreciate it as always. We hope you have a very phenomenal Wednesday. Sean, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you for joining us. I love having you here and talking on our happy Wednesday chat. Yeah, <laughs> happy to be here. Fourth in, the, fourth in the books. Let's go. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it rolling. We're going strong. <laughs> Rachel, thank you again for being here as always. Thank you for coming on and helping us here tonight. And and I love listening right. to you, you know talking conversations like this with you. It's so great. So <laughs> everybody you out get there, another dose on Friday. <laughs> See you on Friday too. We'll have to get Sean on a Friday sometime. <laughs> Drinking Fridays, that's what happens here. It gets a little white, a little wasted, a little crazy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody out there, please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And as always, tell everybody about Cruise Control. Tell your kids, your family, your little uncle, your big uncle, your small uncle, your little cat, your big cat, your huge chinchilla, your huge squirrel, your little guacamole that's walking around your backyard. I don't know why it's called guacamole, but it's called guacamole. Tell that person to watch Cruise Control. And as always, everybody, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you again. We'll see you on Friday. Have a great rest of your week. Take care. And we'll see you.